Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. series this morning and very excited about it. It's very, it's a very simple title. It's called Fear. And what we're going to do is we're going to expose the criminal behavior of fear. Okay. We're going to, because it, it's, it's been allowed to operate in people's lives. I've seen, known so many believers over the years where fear is operating in their life and they don't even recognize right, it. Right, right, right. And if they do, they don't know what to do about it. It's often very common. Sure, so sure. So that we become familiar. Fear yeah. is never from your heavenly father. Mm-hmm. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. No. He's given us a spirit of power and of love and a sound mind. And uh, I'm going to read you a a few statements here, just kind of the foundation of this series that we're starting today, and then we're going to get into uh, the study, all right, in this new series. So first step is this. We're going to expose the criminal behavior of fear. Fear is a thief and a liar attempting to steal from us, all right, to keep us from living the good life the Father has prepared and purposed for us. The opposite, point number two, the opposite of love is actually not hate. That's maybe surprising to everybody. The opposite of love is fear. (laughs) Point number three, growing in the knowledge of God's love for you will remove all fear from your life. I'm talking about fear of spiders. Yes. Fear of train wrecks, fear of volcanoes, fear of sickness. All fear will be removed from your life. Hallelujah. Our cute daughter, Dana, saw a spider on the porch the other day. She about had a she fit. Did, she disappeared. It was yeah, like a pop it's of like, smoke. It's like she was gone. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not kidding. And then mom took care. Yep, yeah, yeah, and then mom came in like yeah. a hero and <laughs> got that spider right. But I, have you ever seen a video of a woman jumping up on a chair because a, a, a my or a man? Yes, I've seen men. I've seen too. Yeah, a little a little furry creature runs oh, across no. the the floor and boom, they're up. You mm-hmm. know what is that? Well, that's fear. Right. Why Why would we do that? What are we? That mouse is going to eat us. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're thinking? Mm-hmm. That mouse is going to going to attack us. No, no. I'm talking about <laughs> any level of fear doesn't belong to you. Any level, whatever it might be, elevators. Yeah. Whatever it might be, fear in any shape, size, or form is a criminal. It is a liar. It is a thief attempting to rob you of the abundant life Christ came to give you. Did you hear me, Dana? Are you there? All right. <laughs> no more fear. <laughs> but really, what changes our fear is the knowledge of his all-encompassing presence in our lives. Right. We're wrapped in his presence. Right. He's a shield all around us, so I don't have to be afraid of a mouse Mm-mm. or a rattlesnake mm-hmm. or uh, a spider mm-hmm. or a scorpion. 
In fact, so powerful. Boy, I'll tell you, if you'll just take Jesus at his word, boom, fear's gone. He said to his disciples when they came back to him, so excited that demons were fleeing. That's exactly right. In the name of Jesus. They came back to him, and, and he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I've given you power to tread upon scorpions, yes. snakes and scorpions, snakes and scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. The power, when you realize the power of Christ that's in you, you will refuse fear. You will rebuke fear. Mm -hmm. You will act on what God has said. Hallelujah. That's really good. And then we get the, the really, all of these are impact our life, but then mm -hmm. we have the fear of people, oh, the fear, fear of, of oh, that's a big one. situations, Ooh, that's a big one right the fear there. of missing out. Oh, that's uh, another big one. These another are like really deep in yeah, there. Yeah, they're in the top 10 right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. So, so we're going to get into all this stuff, I'm guys. This is so good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hallelujah. There might be some little fears I'm hiding in your closet. <laughs> what about the boogeyman under the bed? Where'd that come from? Remember that? I mean, yeah. I remember as a kid, you know, you're kind of afraid to look under your bed when it's dark in your room. Right, right, right. Where's the idea of being afraid of the dark come from? Yeah. Not from your father. Uh-uh, mm -hmm. uh-uh. Mm -hmm. And your parents come in, turn the night light on or something like yeah. that. Uh-uh, mm -hmm. uh-uh. Now, that's okay for kids, you know, but, you know, what we did with our kids, we, 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 we spoke the word to them. Mm -hmm. We said, God's not giving us a spirit of fear. He's giving us a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. He's a shield all around that's you good. when you're sleeping. That's good. In this, in your Hallelujah. room. Hallelujah. He's a shield all around you. You have nothing to be afraid of. God's protecting you. He's commanded his angels to mm -hmm, guard and protect mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. Children need to know not to be afraid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they learn that from us. You're right, Joseph. There was one of our children that would wake up sometimes mm -hmm. in the night, and we'd mm -hmm. come in and pray uh, and yep. speak the word. Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely. And really dispel. Absolutely. It was fear. Fear. It mm -hmm. wasn't them. It was a, it was fear of trying absolutely. to get into their life. Yeah. And there are Nightmares, times they didn't. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This kind of thing that you absolutely. seem to not even They may have. not even remember. Yeah, exactly. But I know as a dad, again, because I've been walking with Christ, meditating in the word, getting to know my heavenly father, I can smell fear. And there are, there are some times in our, in our children's lives where at nighttime, it might be midnight, two in the morning, one of them start crying. Mm -hmm. And they're older. I'm not talking about a little, little infant. I'm talking eight, nine. Sure. And, and what I knew right away. So right away, what I would do sometimes, I'd just listen on the inside because sometimes they weren't really awake. And I'd just walk in the room and I'd start praying in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd take time. I'd pray in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And we go, well, fear, you're not coming to my house. Mm -hmm. You're not coming to my child's life. They're going to sleep peacefully every night of their life. You guarded the peace of the house. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you and you've got to guard the peace of your house. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Fear does not belong in That's your good. life in any shape, size, or form. There are no cute little fears. Right. Being afraid of mice is not a cute little fear. That's a fear. And it will hinder you. It will hinder you because fear yeah. doesn't just stay in one area. No. Fear has little tentacles, and it'll try to reach out and come you into another area. You said tentacles at the very moment I had a picture of, I mean, like the second. Bump, the same, mm -hmm. I believe it's of the Lord. But, you know, when an octopus uh, puts out yeah. black ink and it just yeah. dissipates, as you were talking about, fear doesn't just stay here. Oh, it, no. it wants to. Uh -uh. And I thought of that black ink, and then you said tentacles, and yep. I thought it, you know, yeah, really wild. There are times, various times in my life, I come home to a dark house, dark at night, sure. funny sounds outside, and fear comes like, ooh, someone's in the house. Sure. Uh-uh. No. Mm -hmm. I'm in Christ. Mm -hmm. He's commanded his angels. If someone's in the house, they're going to come to know Christ, no, they're going to have to get out real mm -hmm. fast. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, there's nothing, nothing can come through. Now you're talking about your expectation again. Yeah, this is your expectation. Right. So what fear is, very simply, is an expectation that something bad is okay. going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. It's an expectation. Yes, there are spirits of fear trying to activate, trying to get you to, to think that way. Mm-hmm. But it's when we choose to believe, I said the word believe, that something negative is going to happen to us. Fear comes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's faith in the negative is what fear is. And that's why God has not given us a spirit of fear. There's nothing negative about him. Faith is confidence in who he is, what he's done for me, and who we are in him. All right? I think it's Proverbs that says our expectation comes from the Lord. Mm. And, and, and he's good. You know, mm. if that's in a Proverbs. Absolutely. Point, but, so we want to yeah. encourage you during this, this mm. series, you know, learn to, learn to recognize fear in any shape, form, or size. Little, medium-sized, big, super-sized. Whatever it is, because fear doesn't just stay little, like we said. Its goal is to get some type of access into your life and then grow from there. And it doesn't belong. All right, we're going to start with the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is fear. And we're going to talk about love and contrast it to fear. And we're going to start with a verse that's on the inside of my wedding band. Mine too. Is 1 John 4. <laughs> well, it's verse 18, but we're going to start in verse 9. 1 John 4, verse 9. And I'm going to read to you verses 9 through 19. Love is the antidote for fear. God's love for you is the antidote for fear. Verse uh, 9. In this... The love of God was manifested toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world. Why did he do that? That we might live through him. So love, that's how you know what love is. This is how love was manifested. This is the definition of love. It's good. This is people say, I've heard so many times over the years, songwriters, musicians, artists, mm-hmm. what is love? Someone tell me what love is. Mm-hmm. What's love got to do, right. got to do Tina, with it? Tina, 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 yep. Uh, you know, all kinds of songs about love, but no one really understanding what it is. Here's where you understand what love is when you look at what the Father did through his son. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. He, oh, he, that's, uh, let's, let's. Let's not be confused about love. Let's know it. Let's understand it. Let's define it through Christ. That's good. Because he is love. We're going to see that in a moment here. We understand the love of God was manifested, revealed, shown to us (laughs) through sending his only begotten son. Why? Because he loved us. He wanted us to be able to live life in his love through the power of his love. Hallelujah. That's a power of love. Think of Huey Lewis. That's Come right. on. We got the hits rolling today. Yeah. <laughs> that we might live through him. Mm-hmm. In this is love. Not. Now, oh, here's a good one. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. 
Okay. Oh, that's a biggie right there. And sent his son for the propitiation, to be the propitiation for our sins. So it's not about what we've done for him. It's about what he's done for us. It's about how he loves us, not how much I can love him, not how righteous I think I can be or how wrong I think I am. It's about how much he loves us. Oh, that this realization would return to the body of Christ, that we would begin to focus again on how much he loves us. So this is good. We Boy, could I'll really tell you what, I could, here for a little I bit. just am really wanting to. I'm just listening you on decide. the inside. Oh, my goodness. You know, there are, there, are, there are a lot of ministers that will feel you shouldn't talk about the goodness of God and the love of God too much. And the reason they think that is because if you talk about that, then people are going to want to do whatever they want to do. That is the opposite response to love. When someone loves you, it inspires you to know them, not to walk away from them. You may have initial response where you don't, you don't know what's going on. You might walk away, but it's, that love's going to penetrate. Mm-hmm, and you're going to come back because once you taste real love, you want more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we need to talk. In fact, if that's all we talked about is how much he loved us, we'd be doing ourselves a great benefit. What else is there? I don't know of anything else to talk about. Maybe football, but that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Not that we loved God. Not that we loved God, that that he he loved us. I'm going to read read this whole thing. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So this love, more powerful than fear, he wants that love in you to, to ooze out into everyone else that you know, right, into your relationships. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. I want, to, I want you to see it, it wow. has been. Wow. Why? Because his love has been shed abroad in our hearts. Let's keep reading. Boy, I could just go off on any one of these yes. verses. Let's keep reading. Um, by this, verse 13, by this we know that we abide, live in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. This is how you know you're saved. You got the Holy Spirit in you. Yes, yes. You, there will be a witness inside oh, yes. of you, not up here, in here. You will know God is living in you. <laughs> you will know it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's so good. And we love, 14, we have I'm sorry, where are we at, 14? And we have seen, we have seen in, um, let me see, became him to give a spirit. Yeah, we'll do verse 14. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. That's mm-hmm. what the hero does. He saves, right? Mm-hmm. Verse 15, whoever confesses, that means speaks, says with their mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. God lives in him and he in God. It's just that simple. Did you hear that? Whoever confesses that Jesus is is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Boom. That's it. What's it required to be saved? Say the name of Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. Open your mouth. Say, Jesus, be my Savior. Be, be my Lord. Lord. I put my faith in you and your resurrection. Yes. I put my faith in your love for me. That's what's required for salvation. And the moment you do that, God comes and lives in you. 
by the person of the Holy Spirit. It's that simple. I mean, I, I don't know of anything better than that. So good. It's that simple. And it's for you today if you haven't done that. Oh, I didn't know it's you for you today. That. Where at? 16. Oh, yeah, we're going to read it. I didn't oh, even know. we're going to read it. Okay? <laughs> God abides in him, he and God, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. This is a very nutritious meal we're having. So right good. It's the word. And he who abides <laughs> in love abides in God and God in him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have known and believed the love that God has for us. That's essential to be saved. You got to know he loves you. I remember, man, flashback to the, the guy who taught me about Jesus, a friend that I met back in the late 80s, mm-hmm. and he sat down and he talked to me about Jesus going to the cross for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I have thoughts like, well, why would he do that for me? He doesn't even know me. Mm-hmm. You know, thoughts like that. And right. I knew all the stuff I had done. But as he explained it, wow, what love. I yes. mean, I, you can't turn away from that. Mm-hmm. He, he, didn't, he did it just because he loves me. He loves me. He, he did all everything he did, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, everything he did, he did because he loves you. Well, that, and, and this is not in a, a random order. This is right. You have mm-hmm. to know it. You've got to know it. You've got to hear it. That's believing. You've got to know it and yeah. then believe. You've got to you know? believe that he loves you. How can I believe something I've not heard, you know, yeah. and you heard it from yeah. your friend, yeah. which may cause you to know it. Yeah. And then following the knowing it, yeah. it went off and you like, whoa, oh, then I, came the believing. I need that. Like, yeah, I need that love. In my, I need a yeah. love like that in my life. I didn't know that kind of love. Right. I didn't know that. There are strings attached to the love I knew, right? They would, people would treat me a certain way, family members, whatever, because they wanted something from me. And, I, and you kind of put your guard up. You knew what was going on. That wasn't love. It was manipulation. God's not like that. He, he's not trying to trick you. He loves you just because he loves you. He loves you. He made you. He has a plan and purpose for you. He loves you. Hallelujah. Where were we? What verse were we yeah, in? Yeah. I'm going to uh, read this whole in, thing uh, here. 16. 16. And All he right. abides. Yeah. And, and God him. Look for verse 17. Okay. Love has been. I like that. It's done. It's in us. Love been is, has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because, listen to this now, as he is, so are we in this world. Let's keep reading. Verse 18, there is no zero fear in love. That's right here, wedding ring. (laughs) There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because... Very simple. Fear involves torment. But but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. That's just it. I just remember feeling like this is ridiculous. This guy's telling me about what Jesus did for me. I'm thinking, that's just crazy. Why would anyone do that for me? It, It doesn't make sense 
based on what I knew in what, life. By your experience, right. right. But it makes all the sense in the world when you get to know when the character know of the Father. Is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment, for he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Let me read a couple uh, verses to you there. Uh, same, or same verse 19 out of the Passion Translation. It says, our love for others, I love that, is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. I had no idea how to love anybody. I really didn't. It's when I received his love for me, all of a sudden I wanted to love everybody. <laughs> it's like, well, people that hurt me, I wanted to love them, you know. Well, that you are, that, you know, that you're walking out, you experienced what First John 4, 7 yeah. says, which we didn't say, but yeah. it says, Beloved, uh, God is love. Anyone that loveth knows God. Mm, mm, mm. And God is loving. He that loves not mm, does not mm, know him. Mm, you know, mm, so he really is love. And you don't, how can you know how to love apart mm, from God? You cannot. And uh, there's, you know, for those of you out there who have tried to live without God, you know, just count up all the, the, the disappointments and the confusion and uh. all the torment, really. Uh. It's so true. But when you come to God and experience his love, now all of a sudden you know, you know how to love others now. Yeah, mm, and that's mm, what you mm, said. Mm, you you mm, just mm, testified. Mm, you didn't even mm. know what was going on in mm. you. But when you receive the love of God, it makes you able to love others yeah. in the way that God loved you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's just, let, let me, let yeah. me, let's go through Keep this going. a little bit. I'm telling you why. This is just it's so amazing. good. The mirror says this, we love because he loved us first. Oh. We did not invent <laughs> this fellowship. We are invited into, man, that's so good. We're invited into the fellowship of the Father and Son. Love was not God's idea. Love Tina Turner, but she didn't come up with it. Or right. Huey no. Lewis. Oh, no, no, no. no she, love yeah, was God's knows. idea. She knows all about she it. She knows. <laughs> right? Hallelujah. This love, love will remove every fear from your life. I want to touch on a couple things here before we finish. Let's go back to verse 9, okay? We're contrasting love and fear. All right, because they're, they're opposites. It says in verse 9, in this, the love of God was manifest toward us. He gave his son for us that we might live through him. So I want you to notice that love gives. Mm -hmm. Why does Love gives, listen to this, regardless of a potential response. Could be a pie in the face. Could be a slam door. Could call you names. Love gives not based on the person's behavior. Love gives based on the, the person of God, the nature of God. Mm -hmm. This is what love does. This is why it just freaks us out sometimes because we're not used to that in the world. Someone gives me something, there's a catch. There's fine print. There's something they're after. Not so with the Father. He, when he gives you something, it's yours. And you can do whatever you want with it. It's, it's just a, it's a free gift. Mm -hmm. He paid for it. He wants you to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. 
So love gives regardless of potential response. Fear, on the other hand, expects a negative response. So fear takes. Man. You see the difference? That's good. Love gives regardless of the person's response. Fear is expecting a negative. I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not going to do something for them. I know what they're going to do to me. This is how fear acts. Fear expects a negative response and as a result ends up taking or keeping to themselves, hoarding. Oh, my goodness. Hoarding is fear. (laughs) Hoarding is fear. That's all it is. So you got to start to recognize the disguises of fear. I'm going to hold on to this because I don't know, 33 years from now, I might need this little container to put something in. I don't even know what I have. I don't know. It just could. I might need it. Mm-hmm. Come on. Get rid of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't even walk through your living room. Mm-hmm. Hoarding is fear. Mm-hmm. You know, we do that with people and relationships. Oh, too. yeah. I've got to hold on we to this relationship because they were nice to me 12 years ago. Right. They've treated me like trash ever since, but maybe they'll smile at me again. It's true. Yeah. Hoarding relationships. Fear is a devastating thing. It expects a negative response. And that's why you see so many people over the years, and boy, we've seen a lot of this as pastors in just counseling people, people that are just staying in a, in a toxic relationship because of fear. It's true. They <laughs> expect negative. So they're getting abused, and that's their expectation. You know, I, I we live in this social media all about images, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about this for uh, several minutes now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'll bring it up. Well, go ahead. R- if it's all right. Yeah. Or we'll bring it up next time. Don't be afraid. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to the ladies for a second. All right, ladies. Are you listening? I just feel like I got to talk to the talk ladies. Talk to the ladies. Social media has told us that we have to present an image. Yeah. And you know, what is motivating that image is that um, we fear rejection, that, a rejection that we won't have a relationship if we don't uh, do our hair this way or do our nails this way or, uh, you know, wear, the, wear skims or whatever this way. I, mm-hmm. You know, you all ladies know what I'm talking about. So what, what I'm saying is, is that's you, you're it. fine. Right, okay, just that you don't need to know. Skim milk. You, you just don't, all I know. No, you don't need to all know. All right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you don't saying. have to tell me. I'll just keep going. Good, just, Pardon me interruption. It's good. Men right. can stay in the dark about some things, people. Yeah, it's all right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you think of check that motivation. We have to check that motivation that we're not yep. doing what we're doing in our presentation because we fear that no one will receive us. Mm. That we are uh, expecting a negative one. response. If I don't do, if I don't present myself in this particular way, like every woman is presenting themselves today, mm. there's such a diversity of women, and I call on that today. Be you, women, in the mm. diversity and the beautiful creation that God has made you, mm. and reject the idea that women do this, or women look like this, or women talk like this, or. There's such a diversity of creation in who God has made hmm. us, even within the yeah, population absolutely. of women. Absolutely. And it's beautiful. And so what I'm saying is I want us to check that we're not presenting ourselves away motivated by fear. Even if you're single and you think, well, I have to do this in order to get the attention of somebody. That's a fear. That's a fear. When we just learned that love gives... Hmm. 
And really at the bottom of that, if I'm dressing myself in order to get some attention, I'm not giving anything to anybody. I'm taking from myself mm. because I need you to need me. And mm. so now I've adapted everything and I've changed everything and I've followed all the rules about what, a, what, I, what social media is telling me I should be in order that I can really take something from myself mm. because I'm afraid I wouldn't get it if I didn't do X, Y, and Z, you know? So, man, there's, there's this fear, this topic. It's a big deal. It, it can Eating touch. disorders. It can touch yep. so much of our lives, and we just accept it as normal. We're right. like, oh, I didn't, you know, but check your motivation for why you're doing what mm. you're doing. That, yep. uh, that just was for ladies, but now I'm back saying everybody, you know, the things we do, is it so that we can get something? Yeah, yeah. Or is it so that we can bless someone yeah, and give yeah. to someone that's else? That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Man, that's so good. That's so good. It touches so many things. I love and we're, that. we're unaware. Yeah. And we, we're becoming aware. Uh, what if you began dressing and adorning yourself because he loves you to express who you are in Christ? Yes, <laughs> yes. And the love Different, he's shown And the us. love that he's shown you and how good your father is. Yeah. 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 Love, fear, they're opposites. We need to is there a love line out there? We Ooh, need to make a love line. Come on. <laughs> Call the love line, 1-800. No, no they're not the 800 numbers, line. the clothing line. Oh, the, oh I thought you called the phone line. number. A love line, that's good. Line. That would be very good. I'd get some, some love sneaks. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So good. So catch yourself. Are you expecting a negative response in any area of your life? I mean, I back to the kid under the covers. I, there, yeah. I don't know how old I was, sure. probably four or five. I don't know. But you're laying in bed, and, you know, you watch some cartoons, and they show these creatures coming out from underneath your bed. So you're laying in bed, and you're not going to look over the side of that bed. Right. Don't and it's, isn't it funny? Don't let your foot Yeah, hang over right, like they can't travel that 18 <laughs> inches, you know, that they're stuck under there for some right. uh, supernatural reason. We don't know. But, yeah, fear makes no sense when you, when you realize how much he loves you. Right, so don't, what are you, any area of your life, are you expecting a negative response? That's called fear. Yeah, you, you're talking about uh, women, I think women, I don't know if I've ever known a man necessarily deal with this, but eating disorders or right. dyslexia because they're, in, they're afraid mm -hmm. and it's about their image. Right. And so they decide they're not going to eat because they don't want to look a certain way. Bulimia and I you say? said dyslexia. Oh, which is no, that's not it. That's vision. Didn't you right? say that? I don't know. What did I say? Did I, I say dyslexia? Know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anorexia. I, anorexia. Thank and you. Bulimia. So forget that. Yeah. I was like, where are we reading? Well, that's another that's topic, but Jesus took that too. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got yeah. you. So, that where you're not eating, and, and all of a sudden, they they're become skin and bones, and they, they, they don't want to eat because they're afraid of right. their image. Right. You know, what's the name of that again? Anorexia. Anorexia, thank and bulimia. you. Yeah, bulimia. Bohemian Rhapsody. No, That's what I think when you say Queen song. Okay. No. All right. No. All right. Anyway, it's all fear. It's Negative all fear. expectation. And that that's really fear of man. And it's not knowing your true identity. Now, I'm going to give you one more scripture and we're going to wind this thing up. Okay? We're going to hit verse 18 because this is so good. We have come to know what's the answer to fear. What's the answer to dyslexia or anorexia or bohemian rhapsody what's the answer it's it's got knowing god's love for you it's knowing god's love for you absolutely um we have we have known and believed god is love now 
as you're doing an inventory, any area of your life where you come across an expectation for a negative response or a negative outcome, how do you fix it? Knowing God's love for you, all right? I don't know how many times, and I've, I've tried to research, but it's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times in the Scriptures, God exhorts us. God says to us, do not fear or fear not, or be not afraid. Right. How, what is our motivation for not expecting negative response or, or not expecting negative outcomes? His love for us. I want to read verse 18 to you out of a few translations, all right? It says, such love, God's love for us, the knowledge of his love for us has no fear. This is New Living Translation. Because perfect love expels all fear. Love that. Such love has no fear. I was uh, expelled from school. You ever been expelled from school? No, sir. It means you can't, it means you can't come back, oh. okay? My dad worked a little deal with the principal and got and me back, got in. back yeah, in. Yeah, we got my lawyer involved, but that's all right. Oh, that was a, kind of a mafia thing. That was a mafia anyway, thing. Anyway, but mafia. when you're expelled, you can't come back. Love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, negative outcome. Yeah. And, th and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Let me give you another translation of that, the passion. Love never brings fear. Did you hear that? Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment or negative outcome. But love's perfection drives this fear of punishment Love it. far from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Let me do, oh boy, let me do a couple, hit a couple more here. Message, there is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. The mirror says it this way, fear cannot coexist in this love realm. Wow, that's so good. The perfect love union that we are talking about expels fear. Fear holds us to an expectation of crisis and judgment, which brings separation. Man, that's so good. Hallelujah. We've been brought, uh, the one who does this has not yet realized the completeness of their love union with the Father. It's the mere translation. Wow. Yeah, very powerful. So what are we talking about during this fear series? We're talking about the lie of fear, recognizing it's a criminal, it's a thief, it's a robber. It has no place in your life. It's never from your Father. And the antidote to fear is you grabbing a hold of the true knowledge of God's love for you. So good. Yeah. So oh. where you might have identified a fear this morning while mm -hmm. we've been looking at the Scriptures, mm -hmm. ask the Lord how to apply His love to That's that it. fear. That's it. Ask Absolutely. the Lord, how do I apply your love That's the to this fear? That's the solution. Yeah. That's the solution. That's good. That's so good. Thank you for that, Lord. That's Hallelujah. so good. 
Hallelujah. We're going we're gonna to worship the Lord with our money right now, and then we're going to pray together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we worship God out of love. It's not fear like if I don't do this, he's going to zap me. That's ridiculous. God's expectation not, of a negative Expectation outcome. of negative come. Yeah, don't do anything for God for that reason. Nope. Don't make, I'm, and, and I understand this, and many people have come to God because they're afraid to go into hell, and I get that. And I guess if that's, that's better than no reason. It's better, better than, than not coming to him. That's right. But, man, what about coming to God because you want to know his love for you? Because you want to experience it, the abundant life Christ came to give you. You want to know him more every day. Make love your motivation, not fear. And in your relationship with Christ, let love be your motivation, not fear of punishment. We're free from that, right? So we're going to worship God with 10% of our revenue, the tithe, the Bible calls it. You'll see it throughout the scriptures from Abraham on. Uh, and offerings on top of that because of the way he has loved us. That's why we tithe. Because of the way he's loved us. Whew. Yeah, yeah, we do that. And, and we, we look to him as our provider because of the way that he's loved us. We worship God with our money because of the way he's loved us. We look to him as our provider because of the way he loved us. And we plug into God's plan because of the way he loved us. Mm-hmm. So and I, this is something, oftentimes church is just misunderstood. Church, we are the body of Christ, Okay, mm-hmm. this is love's plan in the earth. God doesn't have a plan B. You are his plan the in the earth. The, the people the who family. have been born mm-hmm. of the spirit of God, mm-hmm. the word of God. And what the church is to do is to gather together mm-hmm. under the leadership of the fivefold ministry gifts, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Why? For the purpose of growing in Christ, being equipped to do the things God's called us to do in expanding the kingdom. So we invite you to be a part of Highway Church. And now if you already have a church, that's wonderful. But if you're looking for a church where you can grow in his love for you, the true knowledge of his love for you, who he is, what he's done for you, who you are in him, we invite you to prayerfully consider Highway and to plug in. And what that means is you begin to eat here. This becomes your main restaurant. This is where you eat. This is where you get fed. And I say this, this is not not trying to build something exclusive here, but in all of our lives, we need a main place to eat. And that's what your church is supposed to be, the place where you come and have rich, nourishing, fill you with strength and vision and life and love meals. And everyone needs a place like that. It can be in a home. It can be in a department store. It can be in a restaurant. It can be in any type of an external structure. The key thing is there you need one of the fivefold, at least one of the fivefold ministry gifts there, and they need to be feeding you revelation of Christ so that you can grow in your knowledge of him. Yes, you can know Christ without anyone else around because you've got the Spirit of God in you, but God has built a network for you. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. He's we are not to it. do this separate from no, each we're other. Not. We're to do this together. Yes. So Highway Home Network, that's, this is an, uh, an option for you. Mm-hmm. And we invite you, if you haven't done it yet, consider, but don't just watch it once in a while. If you're going to make this your church, eat here regularly. Mm-hmm. Every worship service, every weekend, every Bible study, and you'll watch. I just saw someone post a video there working out. Say, look at the difference in this span of time. Oh, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you give it six months of eating here every week. And, and eating here, that means you got to chew it. You don't look at the plate. You, you, you cut it up. You, you take bites of it. You chew it. You meditate on the word that's, that's being given to you. 
And, and I know it looks like we're just talking today, but what we're doing has come at uh, many, 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 many years of sacrifice on our behalf. And I know you, you wouldn't maybe understand that right now, but what I'm saying is we are chefs, okay? <laughs> What's that guy with the hair? Guy? Gordon Ramsay. Guy Fieri? Wait, 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 who's Gordon Ramsay? What am I thinking of? I don't know. He's another guy. Who sang Bohemian Rhapsody? Was he a chef? No. Okay, I'm back you there again. I don't know. You are all messed up today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Wolfgang Puck's my guy. I'll just say okay, that. But I'm, we're okay. chefs. All We've right. been really trained in in the love of the Father. And so we're coming to, every week, we're gathering to prepare you gourmet meals <laughs> that are really high-priced. Okay, they've come, they've come at, at years and years of training, a sacrifice, walking with him. That's what the fivefold ministry do. We're crazy. We just follow Christ with everything we've got, no matter what <laughs> anybody else thinks. And we, uh, we don't care, and we we're just not going to stop. <laughs> but there's a benefit to people like that. They have a gift inside to help you grow strong and be free free. <laughs> so you need a church in your life that has these gifts so that you can, without manipulation, without fear, come and eat. And we're providing that for you. We have this online network, but we're looking for a place right now in the center of the country in the Tulsa area. Just had an amazing pop-up yes, on Friday night yes, Friday at the Alt Room in the mid-city there on 51st. And great time. But we're looking for our own place. We can have in-person live worship services weekly, do whatever we want there, whenever we want. So this thing is, is uh, growing through online. It's growing in person. And that's the way it should be, growing in every way. So we invite you to prayerfully consider it. And if Highway is your church, man, eat, chew, cut it up, eat it, chew it, have dessert, get another second course, get an uh, uh, antipasta, come on, prima piatta, get a sec, piatta secunda. Secondi. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Have many courses as you want. Grow in the knowledge of his love for you. That's what we're doing. And also a part of that is worshiping the Lord with your money. So you want to sow, you want to bring your tithe into the, the restaurant, the church that God has provided for you. And that's how this thing grows. It's a network. So I recognize I'm looking to grow in the love of Christ. He leads me to a five-fold ministry gift to a church where I can grow in him. So I bring my tithe into that house, into that ministry, and I sow, but I do it because of the way the Father has loved me because the Father's my provider, and I want his kingdom to expand. This is how the Father set this thing up. It's really simple. And they're all different kinds of churches, all kinds of different shapes and sizes. But what I've given you is just the foundation of God's New Testament plan for the earth. And we're right in the middle of it. So we invite you to worship the Lord. Uh, if Highway is your church, we invite you to bring the tithe to worship the Lord with 10% of your revenue, offerings as well. Uh, maybe Highway Church is an auxiliary ministry in your life, and that's fine too. You may have a church that you're plugged into and growing in. That's awesome. We bless you. We bless your church. Uh, but we also have auxiliary ministries in our lives. Uh, Highway Church is our church. This is where we tithe. This is because we're being fed here. You say, how's that possible? Because we're not the leaders of this church. The Holy Spirit Hallelujah. is. And Jesus. he's feeding us through this ministry. Yes, that's right. There's a whole lot going on more than what you see. God is doing this. 
So we bring our tithe here. Okay, because this is the ministry where this is a church, our church home. But also we have auxiliary ministries mm-hmm. in our life that they're not our church per se, like where we go weekly. But man, I'll grab a hold of a, a message here and a message over there. And we sow in different ministries. Anytime, we sow in a different anytime churches. Anytime we hear a message, we want to sow. We sow. Anytime. Sow into yeah. the word of God. <laughs> and to the world, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. It sounds like a scheme, Every but time. it's the kingdom of God. Every time. We don't think like the world. Mm-hmm. Man, we Get, we go in and hear a message, and it was like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, how much you want to sell? That's, big, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know? a, that's worth a this big is how investment. We, it's an investment. Uh, what are we investing in? His love for us showing up in our lives, growing in the knowledge of his love yeah. for us and seeing this thing spread all across our nation and around the world. Mm-hmm. And, boy, if the body of Christ wakes up to what we just shared with you, watch <laughs> out, man. Watch out. There's nothing we won't be able to do. Talk about parallel economy. Ooh, there is a an economy in the body Come of Christ on. that cannot be matched. Come on. But you've got to see things the way God sees. You've got to flow with the kingdom, sowing and reaping. You've got to be plugged into the church. God's provided for you. You've got to want to know the love of the Father. You've got to be eating the meals that are prepared for you. You've got to be doing these things so you can benefit from it. Hallelujah. So that's what this is all about. And we, we, I, I really felt in the last so many weeks, the Lord has said, take some time, talk about I, the simple foundations of what church is because it's really not known. That's good. And so many believers just come and kind of go through the motions. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. This is what we're doing, guys. We're, we're, we're vessels for the kingdom of God to be expanded. I'm talking about all of us. So there are many ways you can worship the Lord with your tithe and your offering. Um, just go to our website, highwaychurch.us. The information is there on your screen. Uh, click on the Give, and you have a giving page there. It's got every option, and the links are live. You can click on Give Online. You can text to Give. The link is live there, 508-502-7733. 508-502-7733. Make sure I say the right number. Yes, and then uh, also you can give via Cash App. A highway give is our cash app. What do you call it? Handle? No. I don't know. Highway give. And uh, also you can give assets. So let's pray right now. And we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna grab a hold of everything God's done for us and we're gonna worship him right now. Lord, your love is the answer to yes. every problem, every issue, and every challenge. That's just the that's just the truth. Your love is the answer. And we thank you for providing this church, this ministry, to help us grow in the knowledge of that. Lord, I just got to say thank you for what you've done in my life, all of the challenges, many of which people will never know, but you were there with me in the midst of it all, keeping me and sustaining me and quickening me and helping me to get up again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, we worship you right now. We bring 10% of our revenue because of the way you've loved us. Without fear, without fear, this is a love thing. And we bring our offerings unto you because of the way you loved us, because of the way that, that you provide for us. And we worship you with our money. Lord, be glorified, and we thank you for the expansion of this church, the reach, the expansion of Highway Church, the expansion of your kingdom, the expansion of the gospel of your amazing grace. We thank you, Lord, for meeting the need of every member of this family, this Highway Church. 
family. We thank you, Lord God, for exponential multiplication of every seed that is sown, not only in the life of each giver, but also in this ministry for everything we need to rent or purchase, to, to buy, to get the things we need to get, the equipment we need to get, the facilities we need to get, uh, to do the things we need to do, the vehicles we need, all that stuff. We thank you for your rich provision. Because of your grace abounding unto us, we are furnished in abundance in all things. And we thank you for it, Father. And I bless everyone watching this broadcast. I bless them and I bless their families in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is just wonderful. These times together are so special, and they're really brought about, brought to you by Jesus and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) We love you guys so much. We bless you. We bless your families. Wednesday night, we've got the conclusion of Spirit to Spirit, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're live. Don't miss it. We love you guys. See you soon. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you, and who you are in him. Check out our websites at highwaychurch.us and josephbosco.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.